Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia brings? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, to rethink? Can I do this? Well, your host, Hope Bill, understands. Diagnosed as an adult, she often believed she wasn't good enough. Fear and shame were her constant companion. Until she met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and to let Christ take center stage of your life. Hello and welcome back to Make Room for More. This is the fifth episode on grieving. Today we will be talking about fear as we continue to break down the different stages of grief when we have a disability and how we can learn and grow as Christians. We've been talking about grief because it plays a big part in our healing from the emotional impact of having dyslexia. Grief is defined as an intense emotional suffering caused by loss and acute sorrow and a deep sadness. According to the psychologist Kenneth Moses, there are seven stages to grief. One is denial. Another one is anxiety. There is one called anger. Number four is guilt. Five is fear, adjustment six, and number seven is reoccurring cycle of grief. I am devoting an episode to each stage of grief because they can each stand alone. Please listen to them all or choose one that you most identify with. You don't have to go in any set order. I want you to also know you will recycle through the grief. Today you may be feeling guilty. Next month you may be dealing with some anger. Know this, just because you're recycling through them, it does not mean that you're not growing and that you're not healing from the grief of having dyslexia. So be kind to yourself and keep moving forward. Remember, if you need someone to talk to, please contact a trusted friend, a family member, a pastor, or a counselor. You do not have to travel this journey alone. So don't try to. So let's talk about fear. When you learned that you had a disability, did you fear your future? For some, it brought intense relief to know why learning was hard. It also brought a nagging fear, an unknown variable. How will I cope? What future do I have? What will be my new norm? Dr. Kenneth Moses writes, When you permit yourself to risk, permit yourself to have dreams, and it doesn't work, the fear is that the pain will be so great you'll never permit yourself to risk hoping or dreaming ever again. The feeling of fear and the sharing of that fear are ways we can find the inner strength and courage to begin and to continue loving ourselves. As adults, we sometimes fear the present and the future. Many of us feel failure. Many feel the exposure of the disability. And many fear that they will be judged by the disability. I wasn't only afraid of failure, but I was afraid of measuring up. I was tired of making mistakes, and emotionally, I was worn down. And if people knew the reason I made writing mistakes or stumble over unfamiliar words, would their opinion of me change? People have no idea the courage it takes for me, and probably for you as well, to read aloud, for an example. Or how we labor 
to just articulate what we're trying to say. We have the information in our heads. We can see it well. We know exactly what we want to say, but that's not always what comes out. I also fear communicating with people because it is hard for me to talk and maintain eye contact. If someone is talking to me, I have no problem looking them straight in the eye. But when I start talking, I must concentrate so hard on something other than the person's face or eyes just to share my thoughts. This has always bothered me and I fear that people are thinking of my lack of eye contact as being dishonest. I was also afraid to start this podcast thinking, who wants to hear more about dyslexia? I'm an unknown. Who's going to listen to anything that I have to say? I was afraid to write my first book, my second book, and to have them published. But look at God. Look at what he has done each time I've given him my fear. Yes, I still have some insecurities around my writings. But however, the Lord always gives me peace. I now speak in public. I speak in small groups. And I read aloud when asked. Or sometimes I volunteer. I'm learning to deal with dyslexia. I'm learning to daily give dyslexia to God. And if I make a mistake, I remind myself that God is with me. And it is not the end of the world. Christ is teaching me new coping skills so that fear no longer robs me of my joy of being an instrument he can use. During this series on the stages of grief, our motto has been keep moving forward. You can't go wrong when you move forward in God's strength. David in the Bible said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul know right well. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. That comes from Psalms 139. What a precious promise. The word of God is full of them, but they are useless unless we find them, believe them, and claim them. You may be thinking, to yourself. How can I be fearfully and wonderfully made and I can't even read? Simple. Dyslexia is not who you are. Stop focusing on what the world has determined to be your inabilities and start looking at and discovering all your possibilities, not despite dyslexia, but because of it. Use them as stepping stones. To reach the height of your potential in Christ. There is no stopping you if you will only believe that all things are possible through Christ. That promise was meant for you as well. Believe it. Then watch your fears fade away. In the next episode, I will be talking about depression. It is not on Dr. Moses' list. However, I thought it was very important that we talk about it. Because I believe that many of us do experience depression because of our dyslexia. Then I will pick back up on the seven stages of grief as defined by Dr. Moses. I really felt impressed by the Lord to include it. It'll just be a slight detour, then we'll get back on course. So you don't want to miss it, and stay tuned, there will be more. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making Room for More. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to making more room for Christ in their life today.